Good evening, everyone. Good evening. You've tuned into Radiance by Design. I was just talking to Don, who's our absolutely brilliant guide for BBS Radio. Runs things, plugs things in, plugs you in, plugs me in, puts us out there, brings us back in, bosses us around. But anyway, we're talking about ascension, and he says sometimes he can get off the ground. Do you think that's true? (laughs) I didn't believe him. Anyway, this is Veronica Antwistle, and I'm saying tonight, I'm, we're going to talk about the process of ascension. What's going on on the planet? How can you aid and abet your need to ascend at this time? And I say need because I think there's an impetus and urge that comes up through our body minds, through our individuality that is aiming toward ascension, you know, we're not, um, ascension isn't just some great metaphysical thing, it's, um, it's kind of a process of consciously raising your fields and frequency and hopefully to interact with or get in the flow of some of the higher goals and uh, transformational concepts that you have kind of like that you were born with you know what I mean we've heard a lot that uh, many of my friends and I've done some of it but not as much as some of my friends have studied with Lazarus who's been actively uh, channeling it's um, Jack Purcell's been actively channeling many many beings a huge coalescence of beings in the name under the name of Lazarus and they have come through for a long long time and they've talked a lot about ascension, and um, what he what he's been talking about is how um, there are huge changes coming up in humanity, huge changes coming up amongst people and people's potential. And um, I can't remember why I got into Lazarus, but I'll just go back to what I started to say, and I know it'll pop back up. I'm trying to think of twelve things at once, which is okay for a Gemini, but some of you can't handle that, right? <laughs> Anyway, uh, what I'm saying is the ascension process is something that we've got going deep within us and that there's a huge dharma, collective dharma or a collective, I know why I was talking about Lazarus, but there's a whole collective drive in our collective, the collective of the species, to lift and rise and move beyond the edicts of what has happened before edicts meaning that these are leftover programs and that we keep running these programs which we ingest through breathing through existence through empathizing with one another and so on but a lot of people and i keep hearing we only need seven percent i think that's from almine i've been back to listening to her stuff and even ran one on tuesday night but um she talks about 7% of people need to be um, intending to raise your fields and frequency in order to drive. You know how the ocean, you get a, a liner that goes through the ocean. It really pushes all the water at some level and some experience, but not obviously all the water in this moment that touches the bow of the ship. You see what I mean? And so anyway, Lazarus talks about how Uh, There have been three different, um, uh, I was going to say generations, but there have been three different segments of life in Atlantis, right? But they've all ended in really interesting ways, uh, kind of uh, uh, traumatic and dramatic ways. 
And he says that right now, all you and I and all the people that are here on this planet have all existed in the end times of, I think Jackie Salviti talks about this as well, have all existed when the end times of Atlantis were going on. Really, really a powerful thought to think about. And I go, well, why on earth would we choose to come back when it's such a traumatic time on the planet? Because you and I have an intrinsic power to tune into the essence of our being, to tune in to the fact that, remember Peter Calhoun talks about how amazingly powerful we are. We have the ability to tune right into the essence of our being and really pick up speed in terms of evolution in terms of ascension i call the ascension as stepping forward consciously with the idea of moving your frequencies up 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 through yourself and if uh, all mean or others are right you only need seven percent of the population to really make this entire shift that we all waited for around 2012 and the entire shift that i'm thinking about for example, that Lazarus talks about uh, end times of Atlantis, going, I think that we have the opportunity to turn this incredible turmoil into a period of active and conscious and intentional transformation to bring our species, to pop our species up so that it becomes um, this incredible um, what would we call it? The shift into new beginning, bringing heaven on earth, launching ourselves beyond all the edicts of the subconscious, the dog-eat-dog, dog, the domination, the competition, the pushing and shoving, the um, taking over and uh, uh, destroying the land. What I hear about in um, the end times of Atlantis and many other things on different planets and so on are that the arts of creating uh, power, not just power to run vehicles, but power over the planet, power through light, power through um, crystals, power through uh, uh, free, free, what do they call it, uh, free energy, power through calling in, this is what I'd like to do is call in frequencies and fields out in the universes. But what happened is when people in in these other civilizations, when people really got or beings really got that power going and it was lighting up whole cities, someone would destroy life with them or the power itself would be badly managed and blow things out of the water, you, you see? And I'm going, I think what we're trying to understand is how to be... Uh, with one another and with our planet and with the universes and with the animals and with the plants we're trying to empower our um, uh, let's see being one with one another sharing the oneness of all life and really being in tune is like a beautiful beautiful musical instrument when there's dissonance, it's a little cacophonous, isn't it? But when you tune in to what everything needs and the natural power, the creative spirit that flows through everything, including a plant or a rock 
or human beings, when we tune into that, we have the ability to create an absolutely beautiful, um, what would we call it, civilization, a beautiful, beautiful land and a beautiful, beautiful trees and beautiful, beautiful existence. I think of Bashar and he said that his civilization got off of his planet. They live mostly in ships and they keep their planet as parks and they no longer ate anymore because I gather everything kind of got destroyed. So they learned how to live without food. They, had, they developed a bean of some sort that they use to sustain life, but then they learned how to live without it. But it always makes me think, I have never asked him in person, I don't have much audience with Bashar, although we've done several interviews with him. But the idea is, or at least when I think back on it, I go, gosh, wouldn't it be nice if we could hear how they transform their species to create that delicate, um, real power is delicate, isn't it? It's something that can be um, loved and enjoyed. You know, when you bring it through, we should do some exercises because I like to do a meditation together and this can be that kind of exercise. Somebody's calling me right now, but I'm not going to answer your call. I can't do that. Um yeah, but you're, I'm happy if you want to email me if you've got questions that you want to ask. But the power of really attuning, I think we'll try to do in a meditation. What do you think? Um, so what I want you to do is, everybody, I want you to close your eyes and we're going to see if we can get a grip on power and what power really is. Yeah. All right, so I want you to... Take a couple of deep breaths. And I want you to reach out with your mind as a sculpting tool or as a gathering tool reach way out into the universes. And I'm telling you, it's really happening. There are downloads of frequencies coming that when you use those, you can truly activate consciousness. And you can tell Alea that I'll talk to her right after the meditation and I look forward to Thank, Thank you. So I want you to call in and bring in yeah, bring in those wonderful frequencies. Have them come in through the top of your head. And now I want you to carry those down through your body and have them, apply them to anywhere in your body that you have, like aching feet. I have a friend whose feet keep getting really weak because she had an injury a while back. I'm trying to teach her how um, when, you, when you go into the, okay, we're going to take that energy down to feet. We're going to make some assumptions for our feet. And we're going to scour out some of the heat and some of the fear 
and the emotions that are in the feet, they can be fear, fear, okay, insecurity, what's in the feet, understanding, holding you up, leading you places, okay, a lot of sensitivity. Also, um, that's right, you can feel that, can you feel that in your feet? It's a very, very strong sense of empowerment. I want you to take that energy and just squeegee it right through your entire feet, soles of your feet. Now remember, that's understanding, isn't it? And I think of the soul, how it links to the soul, right? These little cognates are really no accident. Now I want you to circle that energy round and round in your feet. Strengthening your adrenal glands, which are up in your body, but when your adrenal glands are shot, your feet get really hot, very uncomfortable. Got to take pantothenic acid or something like that. Now cycle it round and round in your feet. Move up to your ankles. Now there's that whole flexibility in the ankles that has to do with you stepping forward in the world, right? So you could say the ankles have a lot to do with your relationship to the world. Bring that light, that power, empowering light. Squeegee your lower legs, your calves, which are full of childhood pictures. You can say their fear, their abuse, their insecurity, their security, they're tough, they're strong, they're not strong. Whatever you got going in there, squeegee them out. Right. And then now bring that energy into your knees. A lot of you have really fragile knees. I know you do. I want you to run that energy through your knees. Love your meniscus. Love your kneecap. Bring the energy through and just doctor it up. That's it. Now ask yourself if you've got any special fears that you're going to fall over or that you can't hold yourself up. Whilst we're at the knee, that's a perfect place to ask that. That's right. Oh boy. Some of you really have an interesting feeling about, um, I don't know what it is. I'm looking at this one. I think it's a man, and, and you have this fear about, if I don't hold back, I will reveal myself. So I'm holding back. I'm not holding back. I can't really think my knees are going to hold me up. And his knees pulse, or one of them, I think the right one hurts and pulses on the inside of the kneecap. Like, in, Yeah. But knees are really funny. That's it. And now I want you to take that energy. Is, are you still feeling that energy? Move it up through your thighs. Move it up through your thighs. That's it. And squeegee your thighs like mad. Squeegee your thighs. Remember the right thighs, how you recorded. Remember these are all, you're a library, aren't you? So am I how you recorded support from men as you grew up. So it'll be your dad, your grandpa, your mom's boyfriend, school teachers, anything. How did you record male support? Yeah. Good. And keep running the energy through it because wherever you feel like a little concave thing or you can sense or feel or see little concave or pockets, that's it. Just keep squeegeeing them with the light. That's it. Perfect. Squeegee it with the light. Now we're getting to the left side, which is the, the feminine, which of course is mom 
or mumlessness, depending whatever you experienced in your life. And just keep filling it with light and asking yourself to feel. Remember, a lot of the process of healing is the process of releasing. So you want to ask yourself to feel all the energy, all the feelings. Did I feel supported by my mom? Was I afraid of my mom? Was I uh, um, babied by my mom? Was I whatever it was was i hurt by my mom whatever bring it up bring it up feel all the reactions but squeegee that power right through because if you are a true vibrational library you can actually change a lot of those programs but what we're trying to do today is have you feel what's recorded there that's better some of you are doing better there's a couple of you I want to work more with the feet. Now let's take that energy up through the genitalia. And of course that's going to be the place where there's some trauma. Oh, there's also some lust, so it's okay. So get clearing all that right now. Taking the energy through and letting it roll round and round. Focus on the perineum. Good. And I'll tell you something. When you're doing your own energy, if you feel stuck with any programs in your life, Sitting quietly, taking a couple of deep breaths, and then sitting and focusing on your perineum, which is that flesh piece that's between your legs. If you just go inside like a little imp and feel yourself focusing on that, you'll be shocked at how and fascinated by how it can release the way you hold your energy patterns inside. And now we're going to move the energy up and scour the belly, which holds... Everything left over, even hamburger, karma, all kinds of stuff. Everything left over, mom's influence, dad's influence, sexual influence, authorities, teachers. Talk about the legs, you know, they stick out of this part of the body, don't they? And so there's a lot of the recordings of what, of who you are and whether you're allowed to be you. We're going to talk a little bit about learning to be more authentic a little farther in the show. So now just run that energy round and round in the belly, inside your belly. And you'll notice it has an impact on your feet, especially those of you who have uncomfortable feet. Yeah. And especially those of you who can feel it. Some of you are having it happen, but you don't feel it yet. You'll learn. Move your attention and, the, and that wonderful energy up through your solar plexus, which is who you really are. Your personal power comes through there. What do we contrive in our worlds to make ourselves feel powerful? What kind of dance do we do? What kind of clothes do we put on? What kind of attitudes do we perch on? Good. There you go. Is that really who you are? That's good. Look at that. Now, when we go this and we're, we're clearing out the solar plexus, some of you have funny hands. I want you to pay attention to whatever happens in your body, if we're moving the energy through the solar plexus and your knee bone gets funny, pay attention. Don't have to understand it, just notice, okay? Now move up into your chest. There you go. And that's your courage, isn't it? An inspiration and love, 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 love. And of course, grief. Now move the energies through. Now, this is significant for me because as I'm working with my chest and grief and all that, my feet are going nuts. 
What's happening with you? I can hardly wait to talk. I know Aaliyah is waiting online, but I'll be glad to talk to you. But I hope others are going to call too. And now we're going to do shoulders, which is your responsibility. Put that energy through your shoulders. Now remember, we're going to talk about this in a bit, but responsibility is one of those words like security, that as you're talking about ascension, the meaning of those words change. And we're going to talk about what that is. And now run the energies up and down your arms. Fill your arms with light. Fill your arms with feelings of lightness, freedom, and energy flows. Good. And then up into your neck. Go into your neck, which is consciousness of self, who you really are. Uh, the throat chakra, as you know, it rings out of your life experiences and your soul's experience. All oh, the essence of wisdom and wit that you gain from your experiences. And your neck is consciousness of self. So there you've got this bottleneck and all this stuff is going on, right? And who you are is changing. You say, hi, how are you? And your voice is resonating with a higher wisdom than it used to have. Because you, and this is what we started to say, you have the impetus inside, the drive, the urgency, the appreciation to transform so that you become wiser and wiser about the power of uh, being a human being, moving past the subconscious edicts and into creation. And now let's fill your head with power of your own light. Fill your head, your face. I know that you can give yourself a bit of a facelift doing this because people who work with energy for a long time usually have a really youthful appearance. So that's you, that's you, that could be me, that could be you. We have to pull the energy through, send it through, and let it lift you. Because all those cracks and fissures in your beautiful young skin <laughs> are actually um, experiences of challenge that sort of leave their mark. But as soon as you keep moving old beliefs, your skin is going to change. You're going to start looking freer and younger. I don't think I want to aim to looking really young, but we want to look vibrant, full of energy. And that's what we're learning to do, is make sure we're full of energy. So shoot that way out, out the top of your head, way out into the great central sun. And I want to talk to Aaliyah that we're going to do more of this stuff in a little bit. I want to work more with your legs and feelings of support in the middle of doffing the cap of your security so, Aaliyah, we haven't talked for a while. Welcome to Radiance by Design, darling, a radiant girl that you are. Are you there? Let's make sure I'm not on mute. Okay. Hi, I'm honey. Here. How are you doing? Yeah. I'm good. It's been kind of a rough couple weeks, I think. Oh, <laughs> Is that why we didn't hear yeah. from you? Yeah, I think it's just astrological stuff. But I wanted to say what a wonderful program you have. I don't know. I don't Thanks, think you, you can hear that enough, probably. I, mean, <laughs> I think we like flattery, don't we? Well, we do, but, but it's not flattery. It's just a true statement. So, you know. Thank you, honey. Yeah. 
Well, let me know how you're doing. What's going on besides having an astrological fiasco there? Well, it's just, um, it's not so much a fiasco. I, I just feel feel it physically and, um, you know, was was, you know, emotionally too, but it's mostly physical. Um, um, the book is finished. It's out on, um, oh, website create, you know, it's in print, it's in ebook, you know, da, da, da. so it's everywhere, and I'm sort of at well, a... What, it would tell everybody what it's called, please. <laughs> okay. It's called Unplugged from the Matrix, and it's basically kind of the story of how we got here and what to do about it, and, uh, um, how to unplug. Yeah. So, it's kind of... It's, it was a fun book, and, you know, it came through quickly, and, um, you know, I spent a lot of time editing it, because I'm sure there's mistakes still, but, you know, uh, so get you, it out. So you were your own editor. Well, that's great, hey? Um, I'm a one-woman one band, you know. I decided to stop producing other people's stuff and produce my own. But, well, um, that's good. Yeah. Book six. Yeah. That's book six that I produced. Book uh, for myself, six? Yeah. And people find them on your website as opposed to in Amazon or anything, or do they get them on Amazon? You can find it on Amazon. Yeah, you can. It's for sale on Amazon. I'm plugged from the Matrix, so you can find it on. Um, you can find it on ParallelMinds.com. That's with two Z's, so P A R A L L E L M I N D Z Z as in zebra zebra dot com. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Just look for Unplugged from the Matrix. It'll be. It's out there. And your um, name is Aaliyah. Do you need your last name, or is Aaliyah good enough? Aaliyah Mar, M-A-R-R, yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm uh, proud of you because you're doing this. I just finished my book. It needs one more edit, but I'm not doing the edit. Oh, cool. So I'd be proud cool. of myself, too, you know. It's a big deal to finish a book, <laughs> isn't it? Well, I, I was telling my friends towards the end of it, I'm a victim of my own perfectionism because, you know, and I was also getting more material, um, you know, as I finished the book and uh, realized that I had to go in, too. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of in a sort of dry spell between creative projects, thinking about launching my tarot deck again on Kickstarter. I'm not sure whether that's worth doing. Well, um, tell me this. Do you paint as well? Paint pictures? Um I I was uh, when I had a studio space, but now I refuse to do it without studio space, and um, it's just like a difficult to explain to somebody who's not a painter. If you're not a painter, I don't know if you are or not, but for me, I really need more grounded space to do that. So I don't. But the tarot deck was is made out of my painting. Oh, so, good. Um, okay. I mean, I produced, it took me a whole year to produce this deck last year. And I wow. ran out on Kickstarter and didn't and didn't make the goal, which was highly disappointing to me, and it took me a while to sort of recover from that. So I'm not sure I want to do it again. It's everyone who runs who plays with this deck is just amazed by it, blown away by it. Um, but again, it's difficult sometimes. To, and I'm and the part of me that would like the market, you know, has long since departed. <laughs> Well, can I do a reading here? Because what I'm looking at in you yeah. is that um, the Aaliyah I talked to maybe two years ago or through whenever we talked, um, I was in Washington, and uh, it was quite a while back. 
but you yes. have um, a, a much crisper. Uh, we were, I, w- I wanted to talk tonight about what it's the whole process of ascension on a very kind of a, a, a an earthy kind of style, so it isn't so woo woo for cool. people. But when I looked at yeah. you years ago, you were a lot kind of vaguer, and there was a, and this is important for everybody to remember, this is not just about Aaliyah, this is what can happen to all of us. Under a lot of pressure, the emotional energy around you was very, um, I want to say, vague-making. So here you're trying to go ahead and get attraction for the various things you're doing, but there's this almost like a vibrational pillow around you that people aren't attracted. They might feel relaxed. They might feel this or that, but they aren't stimulated to get involved in your product as much. But right now, you've gone through so much stuff, and I I feel like with your consciousness, you've moved yourself through some very, very empowering steps. I don't see any of that pillow of vagueness I called it none of that I don't see that at all and I feel like you should be marketing not that you have to go out and beat the bushes for it but that that your stuff should market with much more ease than it would have two years ago for example you know so I I just want to remind everybody to take a look at it because here's the deal ladies and gentlemen everybody at home if you're sending out flyers if I riffle through my mail and sometimes we have way too much mail for content you know (laughs) Um, you can tell by just touching the thing whether or not it's going to have a vibrance for you and if it doesn't have a vibrance years ago when I was just opening up I used to say I would go to a bookstore and I'd open it up lean it against me and if it didn't have a light in there uh, or a prickle in me you know like an energy I didn't bother And I think that that's a caricature, an extreme example of how we resonate with what's going to resonate with us, so how we buy things, you see? So it's kind of an ascending marketplace, is it not, Aaliyah? Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. I've been so much involved in creation and creating things because I've been given those things to create, you know, and, you know, I just follow my interest level. Yeah, but what I'm saying to you is as you follow your interest, and this is true for every one of you at home, but as you follow your interest level, if your personal um, releasing the fabric of your being becomes less and less encumbered with, for example, emotion or old reactions, that kind of thing, your stuff that people feel so attracted to what you're putting out there. And it's kind of a a vague-sounding marketing tool, but I think it's probably the best marketing tool there is. You know? Well, I'll agree with you on that. I think it's a matter of having a lot of sincerity and and, and authenticity about the fact that I've done all the things. I don't talk about other people's stuff. You know, right. I always talk about the stuff that that I, you know, I, I might have done a lot of research, and I do, particularly on the tarot, because it's a fascination of mine. But then I've done an awful lot of uh, work with it myself. And so what comes through me is what needs to come through. And because I'm a long-time artist and creative person, 
um, I've been channeling a long time, and that that all that work is channeled. So it, it's you know it's channeled from the higher self, and and so I understand that I may need to go a little bit longer sometimes in order to, but I always need to deliver it in the, in this in, in order for people to understand it. You know, like it might be a timing thing. You know. But I do understand. No, but I that swear I you're getting much crisper. You're getting way crisper. Well, thank you. Well, I heard I had a friend of mine say something about having um, been brought into this life with with kind of like a protective thing around me, and that, yeah, that she makes just prevented sense. people from. Yeah, she said that it would, that it needed to be cracked, and it was something that actually put around me because of the, what I call the toxic emotions of this planet. And um, I, I sense that because I don't think I really understood emotions. And I was born in a family where I had a highly emotional mother. And it was just really could have killed me, I think. <laughs> the, yeah, but so so one of the things that we're learning a lot about, well, I have talked about it for a long time for my own guidance was... Um, 98% of the job of ascension, for example, or evolution or uh, enlightenment or however you want to call it, is releasing. Okay? It's yes, releasing absolutely. Yeah. buffers against. Yeah. Because in the releasing, and I, I know you know this, but I'm going to say it anyway. In the releasing, the buffer comes up around you to protect you in the form of love in the form of uh, the higher end of many different feelings, not a resistance or a, uh, an emotional leftover, none of that stuff. It, it starts changing. So it's like being stripped more naked and then having an up-moving up frequency that then uh, gives you safety as you ascend, as you move faster and faster to higher level. And people are so attracted because they want it. They want it for themselves. We want that for them, don't we? Because it's part of the collective. So I look at you and I go, Aaliyah, honey, you're coming along. Whatever horrible stuff you had to go through has worked for you to release a bunch of things because I can see it in your energy fields. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're doing well, a great job. Yeah. Um, I found that I've actually on my website I offered... Two, I offer two books. So if you go to Parallel Minds, there's a way to get two books uh, for like 20% off. And um, I'm offering the first and the last book. So there's other books, book deals and stuff like that. But the idea of marrying those two books together, you know, the first book being the individual, you know, how do you work as an individual, and the last book being about the collective rise of consciousness. So the first book being about how do you, what's it like to be a truly creative person? Because I really know um, that we're all creative. The, the point is to be a conscious creator instead of an unconscious creator. You know, no, I agree with you entirely. Matrix? Yep. Yeah, but I have to say goodbye because I want to have other people coming on too, you know. Cool. And I want yeah, you to well, give your it. website one more time. There's two websites. Give them both so people can get hold okay, of your so books. There's, a, there's actually a a blog, and it's called Infinite Shift, like the shift of awareness, dot wordpress.com. So infinite shift dot wordpress.com. And the other one is Parallel Minds with two Z. So uh, 
um, zebrazebra.com, parallelmindzebrazebra.com. It's easier um, in and, Canada because we say Zed. <laughs> Parallel Mind Zed. Zed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Zed, Zed. Yeah, well, either one will work. And uh, <laughs> I encourage you to, yeah, to belong to the mailing list, especially for both of those, because I'm planning on having a community of people, and I think that that community is going to be very empowering for people. So Wonderful. Whenever that we have another up. caller, Leanne. Thank you for tuning in again. Thank it's you so nice much. Uh, all right, honey. Well, we're back, everybody. I'm sorry that my computer crashed. I came in on a computer call. And uh, so for those of you who hung up, I'm really sad and sorry. But we have Nadia. So, Nadia, how are you? I'm well. I'm back from San Francisco. And um feel so blessed. It was such a grace-filled time. Oh, honey. Such a beautiful time. Such a beautiful time. Met so many friends, reconnected, had my intention clear. I did reconnect. I did make new friends. And now I'm home and how to keep moving forward. I met a man who's fascinating, but he's far away. Um, I need to keep moving forward with my work. And I'm moving at the end of the month, not this month, October. So I'm really going through stuff. Well, this is wonderful, um, wonderful. It's like you've been launched all of a sudden. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And how to keep the forward momentum. Okay, I know enough about you. I don't know if you heard Aaliyah on here, but I know enough about you. I did, know. I was listening. Yeah, you also had a very emotional kind of, um, I called hers a pillow. You had a kind of an emotional... Yeah. Uh, way of being inside and right now it wants to go back into place so I'm saying energetically Nadia I want you to keep shifting your energy fields shifting your energy fields and then projecting out there what it is you want to do and be you want to keep your business going you want to do more workshops you want to keep being involved with the intentional what is it called the um, uh, intentional attitudinal. attitudinal healing yes and yeah. so you you can't drop that. You have to just keep seeing that. And the other thing the guides keep saying is 98% of the job is clearing. Clear and release your emotions. Clear and release. There's nothing wrong with our emotions. We can't let them pad our um, futuristic visions because you're here to do this work. And I know you're going to be supported. You were supported. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. If there was magic. It was magical. A time full of grace. Even numbers sort of were all magical. All power numbers. 11s and 22s and 33s. And, uh, uh, did you laugh magical, a lot? Magical. I, I think I did. I don't know if I did a lot. I, I did laugh. I probably laughed at myself. And I just felt so in awe of just just the magic, just the just being there was a great honor and privilege, and being with with Jerry and meeting people that that I so respect, and ah, uh, and then making new friends and just, oh, honey, it this was is extraordinary. So good. It was out of the ordinary. 
And I want to say to listeners, yeah. you know, that this is, we're capable right now of really getting in tune with or catching the wave is a better way of putting it. And you're just a perfect example. And so is Aaliyah. She's going to move and groove too. But you, you're really on your way. But you can't drop the clearing process. You get that rotor rooter going inside. And we have another caller, but I'm sure glad to hear from you. And your light is bright. Thank you. All right. We'll much need love to schedule to a reading soon. I'd love that. Thank and you, Ronnie. Much, much love to you, yeah. Ronnie. And you, you're calling in, Lisa. Too. Welcome to the show. How are you? Hi there. Did I shut your computer down there? <laughs> I think it was all like your I... fault. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's How are really you doing? funny. Um, I was thinking, I'm doing really well, actually, but I was thinking how um, the way things are very electric and the way you're talking about power, mm -hmm. it really is, even though it's funny, it is easier to shut down computers, isn't it? Yeah, my um, nephew, he's like a little indigo child, and he does that all the time with my TV. So wow. I say it in jest, but I also say it in seriousness. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah. We just have to but keep a sense a of humor. Yeah, it does. <laughs> I do have the same question that I've always had, and it's still regarding um, work. I'm still, like, um, still looking, and I'm just hoping that maybe you can tell me something new. Are you writing a lot? Yes. I just, um, because there's something, the first thing they show me is there's a construction of something that you're writing is going to work really well. Um, are You're writing plays, aren't you? Yeah, I just finished writing a fairy tale, and it's for kids. And I'm mentoring also children now, which I never used to do. Um, and so I'm going to actually perform the play for the kids I'm actually mentoring at the school for. It's all volunteer I, stuff. Oh, but you know what? There's something. I think you're going to have a job pretty soon, but I always say that. Um, make, make it happen <laughs> by clearing your doubt, your fatigue. Your ex-boyfriend left town, right? Well, yeah, he moved further away, definitely. So, yeah, that's no longer in my field of vision. That's a good thing. In any case, I, I just feel like you want to clear a little bit more. You're getting more crisp, and there's something about the play that you're working on, even though it's a children's play, that is going to be very, very effective for you. You know, you're going to have to do, you're going to be in a theater company or something like that in a short while, but you might also be doing productions. I don't know whether they're YouTubes or what, but you're going to be doing some productions that truly help with the marketing. Don't be afraid to do things a little differently because that's the nature of this time in which we find ourselves, right? Yeah. But do you see, because my main concern is like money. Do you see money. that? I do, actually. I see a job. Part of it is boring and part of it is quite creative coming up. This is September, October... Uh, I'm not, you know, I, I never profess to be great at time, although I should stop saying that. <laughs> um, I would say within the month, you should have something that's being forged and you will have to, part of the job is not going to be very thrilling for you. 
I won't be cleaning the latrines or anything, but you um, won't like a part of it, but a part of it is, um, it's like the open door for a new flow of work for you. I don't think it's through the school, but it might be involving the play that you're constructing there. You may be doing a whole series of kids' things. Have you thought about that? I'm kind of hesitant and fighting it, but I know that this particular thing I'm drawn to, um, but I know that I have to keep my mind open, just like you said. So. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes we fight the very things because you think it's going to be a dead end or you think it's going to reduce your... I just think it's going to pigeonhole me, yeah. And I want yeah. to know that I can access and reach everybody. <laughs> yeah, I think that you'll find once you're um, brought forward in that, you have access to another different stream. Here's something I wanted to say, Lisa, and maybe you're the perfect one for me to put this on, but um, I have another friend who's Elisa, and she lost mm -hmm. her job and has been really, mm -hmm. really sad and worried about it. But the bottom line is there are many people going through this thing, which requires yeah. just what we're talking about, releasing, releasing, and releasing, because what's emerging in you and what's emerging in her is a different orientation. I'm not talking sexual here, but different orientation <laughs> <laughs> about what is your, back to the word dharma, what is your own dharma? What is the essence of your being? Mm -hmm. What's what's its impetus asking you to create now? So you're going to change directions and don't be afraid of the kids thing because it's not going to pigeonhole you. It's going to tap a flow which then moves into a very different realm. I think you're going to do some outrageously strange plays in time. Yes, I sound? am. <laughs> <laughs> and they're, they're adult. Unique most and of them are, Yeah, but most of them are adult, except that there's something about youthful adults, like teenagers or something, as well. Yeah, I was just thinking about that, young adults. But not one thing or another. I'm not getting the pigeonhole. I'm getting more like a journey through these different venues or the, a journey through these different ways of expressing. So remember, ladies and gentlemen, when that kind of thing's going on, you want to pull up your resistances, feel them, yeah. and command total release because your belly will tell you. It'll say... See, you're learning something about... Are you working with 10-year-olds or something? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Okay, because exactly. you're learning something, especially <laughs> through one of those little girls. She's feisty. You're learning something about that passion within yourself from how it's evolving in them. You're also That's learning true. about the different times from them, you know? Say that again. You're learning about how the times are changing and what assumptions yes. kids make that you didn't make and certainly I didn't make, you know. What do they expect to hear and see and how fast and volatile mm -hmm. is the visual media these days, you know. Yep, yep, that's exactly what I'm doing. That's so funny. But yeah, you're exactly right about that. Well, then I don't have to quit um, my day job, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm on the right track, and I just want to say really fast or ask really quickly, so we still see him there, like, you know, the new guy. 
Yes, we do. <laughs> Someday my prince will come. Exactly. But I want to say this like to you woman. and everyone else out there. Who you are is in the smelter and changing. You don't want to meet him until you can say, this is who I am. You're not there yet. You know that you've been chunking away on yourself and, and changing things. I don't think it's very long, but I'm not good at time. It's about process. I'm very good. And your belly and your solar plexus are changing radically, which house the digestion of life, as you know. And um, that, and he comes in. He's very elegant. He's very sweet. Really, an interesting man. And you'll find it's a very uncomplicated but richly uh, intricate relationship. When I say uncomplicated, it's not complicated by a bunch of stifled feelings. It's more of an elegantly creative uh, exploration. It's nice. You like that? I like that already. <laughs> so you know what? And here's this is for all, the rest of you at home as well. Go up into your higher self. That's go into that trancing feeling where you're in touch with the part of you that knows everywhere you've ever been and everywhere you're going and make it a person and then go up into your higher self and go over and talk to his higher self. Prince Charming, say, I'm here, I'm working on myself, I'm doing some writing, yeah. I'm eager to meet you, you know, please, because you, you just set the resonance that way. I'm going to do that then. And it's kind of well, fun. Fingers. <laughs> do you think all of this children's stuff that was preparing me because I'm going to actually have this kid one day, though? Um, I would say uh, I'm not absolutely sure you're going to have the child, but I think you are. And I don't think that's the only thing it's preparing you for. I think what it's preparing you for is a vivid comprehension of the inner child within us all and how you can touch both that and the adult that you're presenting in order to make it a much more pulsing whole being. It's, it's really mm -hmm. interesting how you're combining the forces. So have your baby. Yeah. It will help your baby. But your babies, which are plays, are going to be much more powerful as a result. It's so funny you're saying these things. I feel like I've said at least part of what you just said already. So it's just confirmation. <laughs> well, it's wonderful to talk well, to you. Thank and I, you and, again. And you know I have to leave now because they're going to hook me off stage. But Oh, yes. That, well, thanks again. And hopefully I'm, one day I'm glad I'll be able you, to tell you. Yeah. Call <laughs> in all that just occurred. <laughs> all right. Take thanks care. again. Have a good night. And you too. Bye. Thanks for being patient with the call. So this is Veronica Entwistle saying, you're radiating by design and so am I. And sometimes we're not as conscious about our design. I, I want you to pay attention to, we're going to do more tonight, but we got busy. But pay attention to your feet and your legs and what security means to you. I want you to pay attention to those subjects. When your feet are really uncomfortable and your legs are really uncomfortable, it's literally what holds you up. And then you start playing around with the word security. What's secure for me? For some people, security is keeping themselves 
far away from who they really are because they're trying to fit in so they'll be secure. Somewhere in the middle of that mix, there's that part of you whose impetus is trying to rise, spiral on up, so that you will become you, right? A new level of you, not different than you, but a new level of the real you. 98% of the job is clearing. This is Veronica Antwistle saying thank you so much for listening to Radiance by Design. I love your feedback. I love your calls. I'm sorry we lost our call for part of the time. And uh, what else can I say? Check in with me, veronicaentwistle.com. Hit the Ask Veronica button and tell me what you think and what paradigm shifters you want to hear from. I'm working on several different people right now to be my next interviewees. What would you like to hear? So much love and thank you so much for listening. VeronicaAntWhistle.com if you want a session with me or just give feedback. Good night and much love.